0: welcome back everybody to another episode of explain this i'm with the star of the show robin riddle i'm your host ben rogers what's going on robin not much how are you i'm excited for today's topic absolutely we're going to debunk something that i feel like is there's a lot of misinformation about there is and we're going to solve it for you today guys and as a matter of fact robin's going to solve it for you (laughs) i'm just going to be listening yeah (laughs) but today's topic is cholesterol robin talk to us about cholesterol. Where where are we going? Where are we wrong?
1: Okay. So of course, the common conception out there is cholesterol equals heart disease. And everybody goes on a statin for it. That's just kind of how it's been starting back in like the 70s or 80s. That's what they started talking about and relating. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more. There's newer research and especially in the functional medicine field that's really changing my mind on the way that things have traditionally been thought of and done. Okay. So to start out with, what is cholesterol technically cholesterol is a waxy fat like substance that's produced in and produced in and found in all the cells of the body okay. every single cell in your body produces cholesterol and needs cholesterol it's actually very critical really vital For functions in the body so we
0: need cholesterol need cholesterol in every single cell
1: every single cell Um, your liver makes it but we also get it through animal products in our diet Um, so people who eat like strict vegan they still have cholesterol because your body your cells produce it got it okay okay Um, So your liver takes the cholesterol that we produce and that we consume, and it turns it into one of two things, either LDL, which is low-density lipoproteins, or HDL, high-density lipoproteins. Traditionally, we're told LDL is the bad, HDL is the good. Okay. So HDL, happy, that's the way I always remember that. Um, So cholesterol, like I said, it's needed for all these processes in the body. Um, It's needed to transport vitamins back and forth around the body, especially your fat soluble, like vitamin D, you need cholesterol there for it. Um, Production of hormones. So your testosterone, estrogen, we can't make our steroid hormones without cholesterol. So we need it for that. Production of bile, which is what helps you digest your food too.
0: So the cholesterol helps all these very important actions, Mm -hmm. it seems, and your liver is what produces or turns the cholesterol into LDL and HDL. HDL. Yeah. Okay.
1: So LDL is what, um, it's a lipoprotein. That's what takes cholesterol and moves it out to the cells in the body. Cholesterol goes into these little channels. I mean, I could get super science on it, but <clears throat> LDL moves it to the cells. HDL goes out to the cells and moves it back to the liver where the liver can do what it needs to, get rid of it if there's too much. Um, Interesting. Okay. 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 So that's why we usually think LDL is bad because it's putting it out there. HDL is good because it's bringing it back. Okay. Okay. With you. Um, and so a lot of people just think, yeah, I need my cholesterol as low as possible. And I've seen some people come in here with some crazy low cholesterol levels that their doctors are. Telling them, hey, that's great. Um, I don't like to see cholesterol less than 150 for total because we need it. You can't, once you fall below that point, you're not doing those vital functions anymore. So we need that cholesterol.
0: So total would be LDL plus HDL. Yeah. It's the, it's the combination of everything. Okay.
1: Um, A HDL level, I usually like to see above 50 for men, above 60 for women. LDL, we like to see it less than 100, really, Um, but again, I'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. It's about a balance, and it's about what it's doing out there in the body.
0: Do we have any control over what our cholesterol does for us? We have a lot of control over it. <laughs> Explain that <laughs> okay, to me. Okay,
1: <laughs> so moving on through. We need it there. It needs to be in the cell membranes. We, we need it for vital functions. Okay. You go to your primary care. They see that your cholesterol is a little bit elevated. Number one thing they say is, let's put you on a statin. Statins are the number two prescribed medication in the United States. Wow. Okay huge market in statins. Wow, And this is not to say that statins are not appropriate for some people. This is to say statins are not appropriate for everyone. And really, I want people to learn how to analyze when it's a good situation for a statin and when it's not. So what a statin does is it actually goes in and turns off your cell's ability to make cholesterol. So, Whenever we take cholesterol away from the cells, cholesterol is in the membrane, the cell membrane. It helps keep it fluid and moving and spongy and things like that. When we take the cholesterol away and we stop the ability for the cell to produce it, that cell membrane turns more rigid. Okay. Okay. We don't want rigid. Rigid is aging. So we can actually be accelerating the aging process of the cells and of the cardiovascular system as a whole when we're just using statins on everyone, when we're just throwing it out there.
0: That makes so much sense mm-hmm. based on what you see when people get on a statin. Yeah. They're very so difficult to eat off that also, too. Yeah.
1: The muscular pain that can come with it, all these major side effects that can come along with statins, it's because we're taking the cholesterol away from the cells and that cholesterol is vital. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: I'm with you. Okay. like I'm, I'm changing <laughs> my mind on, on on a bunch of stuff right now. I know now.
1: it's it's really <laughs> different than what you probably ever heard before. But this this is the information that's just not getting out to people. Um, so we need that cholesterol. We need it to support the cell membranes. Okay. Um, too low of cholesterol, whether it be through statin or just through dietary intake, um, increased uh, mood disorders. Um, there's actually a 16 time increase in suicides in females who have too low of cholesterol. Wow. So major mood disorders and dysregulation can come when cholesterol is not there.
0: Do you think that lack... Like, where's that lack of cholesterol coming if it's not coming from a statin? Is it from just... Like In, avoiding intake, eating stuff? Intake, yeah. Okay. So, I
1: mean, uh, people who don't eat any sort of animal products tend to be on the lower side. Sometimes genetics, you're on the lower side. Okay. Um, But, yeah. So, major mood disorders, increased risk of cancers. There's actually an increased risk of heart disease, cardiovascular disease, um, increased risk of hypertension. So, too low is just as bad, if not worse, as too high.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay. With you.
1: Um, okay. So, Then we're going to talk about how to look at LDL a little bit differently, because we've always heard LDL is the bad. LDL is the lousy. It's taking cholesterol out into the arteries and clogging the arteries up. Okay, Got something different for you. How should we be looking at LDL? (laughs) LDL is actually created in the body as an anti-inflammation piece of cholesterol. So LDL is is an anti-inflammatory. Yes. Uh Oh. So when they started being able to look at lipid levels and looking at the correlation to disease processes, you see high LDL. They saw it as the causative agent for atherosclerosis cardiovascular disease. Okay. Where it's actually a correlated agent not causative correlated can you explain that to me so causative means ldl goes out it causes the injury okay what i'm talking about is ldl is out there it's correlated we have how to explain that easier um it's there but it's not the reason for the injury okay ldl is actually out there trying to repair the injury so things through the environment are the big causative agents for injury. Smoking is a huge one. You're getting all kinds of toxins in whenever you're smoking. Um, Pesticides, herbicides in our foods, just environmental toxins in general that's getting into the body, that's causing damage throughout the cardiovascular system. LDL is anti-inflammatory, so it's going out to the vessels Uh, trying to repair the damage. LDL goes out as an antioxidant, it releases, and again, that starts to get kind of deep, but it releases some of its charge and helps to heal. Then it becomes oxidated, so HDL goes back out, grabs onto it, pulls it back to the liver, liver turns it back into an antioxidant, pushes it back out again.
0: Wow. Okay. So we're actually taking away the thing that's there to help. Yes. Ah, okay.
1: So LDL, anti-inflammatory, it's trying to heal. So what we really need to be looking at is what's causing the damage to begin with. So when there's tons of damage, that LDL is out there, it can start to form a plaque. Like I'm not denying that. LDL does lay up in the arteries and start to form a plaque, but it's not because your LDL is too high or whatever. It's because there's too much other damage and inflammation going on.
0: Would your LDL go there if there wasn't an injury
1: no okay it's going there to help with the damage got it okay
0: so the 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 root is like inflammation fix the problem yeah fix the the injury
1: so functional medicine everything's about root cause um we talk about inflammation all the time inflammation is your root cause
0: interesting so So it's take take away the things that mm -hmm. uh cause the inflammation. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. So taking away the root cause. So in blocking that LDL, we're actually taking away what's going out and trying to help. We're decreasing the cells ability to repair and heal themselves. We're accelerating the aging of the cardiovascular system. Wow. So, so I'm saying statins are not appropriate for everyone. Um so Going through that, satins, like I said, they can prevent the buildup of plaque, but again, they're not addressing the root cause of the issue, not reducing the actual incidence of cardiovascular disease. In 75% of heart attacks, people had normal cholesterol levels. So it wasn't even that it was that the cholesterol was the issue.
0: Interesting. And that's like the opposite of what most people uh-huh. are thinking. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, and then whenever you look at, it's called the NNT numbers needed to treat. Um, that's the statistics that don't go through a pharmaceutical company that tell you how many people you need to treat to get benefit out of a medication. Okay. What does that mean? So, okay. Well, let me tell you on statins and okay. then maybe that'll explain it. So with a statin medication, you need to treat 89 patients with a statin to get heart benefits for one. So 88 out of those 89 patients get the negative effects of the statin without getting the benefit of the statin.
0: Oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah. That's not good odds. Yeah, it's not, it's not.
1: <laughs> um, so that is a very brief overview, trying not to get too deep in it, but we need to think about cholesterol differently. We need to think about your, AD, your LDL and your HDL Differently, we need to be going root cause, looking at inflammation, trying to figure out what the cause of the inflammation and the damage is, instead of taking away what's helping or trying to help to heal it.
0: So it's almost as if we don't need to be as concerned with cholesterol as make because I know friends who, you know, that's the first thing he says. Mm-hmm. I, I have high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. It's genetic and things of that nature. Yeah. Should that be less of a concern based on what you're learning? Yeah, we
1: need to be looking to see why the cholesterol is high to begin with.
0: Got it, So it can
1: just be dietary intake, you're eating like crap and you're, you know, it's gonna go up. But typically eating like that, we're causing inflammation. We've got underlying insulin resistance. We've got prediabetes or type two diabetes. We've got something else going on that's damaging the body. And the cholesterol is going up as a result of that, trying to help you and trying to protect you. So there's a lot of other tests that are more predictive for actual risk for heart disease, which I'll get into in another podcast. Um, But we, we need to take a step back and look at it a little bit differently. We need to really analyze if a patient is a good candidate for a statin, which I feel that we do a good job of in this practice. But people need to know. Yeah just because your cholesterol is 10 points over the the ideal range does not mean that you need to get thrown on a statin immediately you need to think about what else is going on and what else can we address versus using a medicine
0: robin that's great stuff goodness Mm -hmm. cholesterol guys we're looking at it differently here watch this again and again share it with your friends who have talked to you about having high cholesterol and being concerned about it we hope this helps so many people out there robin We appreciate you explaining this today. Absolutely. Guys, as always, we will be back next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.